0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, here with a name you know. You know him because we spoke a couple years ago in Toronto at SummerSlam. Here we are. What was that? It. it was 2019. Wow. And That's been I, forever ago. I know, and I remember a specific line. You're like, ah, I'm going to try to finagle my way onto the SummerSlam card. Since then, you have had an incredible Survivor Series showing. You won the Royal Rumble. You won the WWE title. You beat Brock Lesnar. You main-evented WrestleMania and numerous pay-per-views since. I don't think you have to finagle your way on anything anymore. I don't know. Um,
2: I've been WWE champion twice and I had the title over 300 days, but I've not held it in front of fans once. So I need to get my third championship for the first time in front of fans. So I got some serious finagling to do because apparently I can't (laughs) challenge the current champion, Lashley, because after him and MVP screwed me over at Hell in the Cell... I signed that little contract saying I can't fight for the titles, so I'm just going to have to keep kicking butt, doing some serious finagling so I can get my title back.
0: Right now that finagling's coming with Jinder Mahal. Now, it looked like last year when he returned, like that might have been the path. And you guys have had very unique but similar paths. When, when he went down with that injury last year, was a part of you like, man, I really wish this was happening? Because you all, you all have shared an awful lot, positive and negative.
2: Yeah, um, I was disappointed when he went down with the injury because, one, he's a friend, and, two, I felt like we had a lot of cool stuff we could have done together. Thankfully, you know, he's got himself healthy now, he's looking in the best shape of his life, and we're about to have a huge match at SummerSlam. I mean, you think about our history and, you know, the opportunities we both got when we were in our early 20s and it didn't work out, 3MB together, fired, having to, you know, figure ourselves out, taking two different paths outside WWE, Um, with myself kind of taking over the independence etc and himself returning to wwe just as a body and seeing that as his opportunity and making the most of it and becoming both wwe champions and now to be fighting each other on the biggest stage fans coming back over 40,000 people allegiance stadium it's incredible i'm happy for Jinder. i've heard all the trash he's been talking you know he's gonna take down drew mcintyre and the likes that's cool man i appreciate the confidence you worked hard but don't be silly now i'm the guy that took down Lesnar Goldberg without even trying Horton the who's who I'm an absolute freaking savage and he's been reminded over the past month just how truly violent I can be be it Shanky with a couple of chair shots or swinging a legit sword at his face
0: is it hard for you to not like nod your head when you hear his theme though because his theme is awesome
2: yeah, it's, it's pretty catchy. It was yeah, playing great. yesterday when I was at one of my appearances, and I was listening to it in the back, and I was like, man, we need to cut that crap. He's supposed <laughs> to be a bad guy. can to be having cool music as a bad guy. That's like one of the bad guys. That's like, I'm a bad guy, but, you know, give me likes and put me over for being a bad guy, which is not really a bad
0: guy, by the way. <laughs> I see, and I saw you go off about it, Broken Dreams. You're like, it's it's going to come back one day, and everybody better know the words to it. Yes. Is that a conversation you have had with WWE yeah, I've mentioned it a couple of times,
2: um, and we do own the rights to it. We do have the song. I guess it's a case of when the time is right, it's going to happen. But because I've been hearing about it literally every week for years and years and years, especially towards the bigger events, like I've heard about it leading up to SummerSlam here uh, constantly. Every WrestleMania, I hear about it constantly. So anyone that's in that audience, when it finally happens, better have some kind of. You know, you saw what happened with Jericho's music the other night. Everybody better know that song. Better be singing along <laughs> every single word. And I'm going to have to go back my tail between my legs and go.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But...
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
0: All right, I guess. It it seems. (laughs) It's like the perfect, like, pre match video song, too, to, like, play over your history, too, because. it's almost like in a way it kind of predicted the course of your career like the tone of it and all that and and how you overcame everything
2: yeah it does and we used it um briefly in my nxt title match with bobby Roode. it's the only time we've ever used it since i came back and it would be perfect for a build-up video but i think if we're going to do it it'd be really cool to just go full blast with it full tilt with it have it as the entrance song for that night and we know it's going to probably trend and everyone better know the words and then we can maybe like put it up for sale because it was really successful back yeah. in the day I remember I was like 24 at the time and uh, the head of the music came up to me and told me like your songs rival Cena's at the time like it's that popular and it's such a cool song and you know it was such a mark I listened to it in the
0: gym at the time all the time <laughs> definitely don't do that now Seamus yelled across the room earlier that you iron your suits blindfolded you all have went back and forth he has said how can he do so much media he's not interesting you have said the face mask is a vast improvement over his actual face Uh, any any responses basically I'm fishing for a headline drew. Don't know what to
2: say to him. Uh, old Jamie's a little <laughs> jealous, and nobody wants to talk to him. He's so excited that um, we need a bunch of bodies for this event because there's so much media. I know Drew McIntyre can only do so much, even though I am working from morning to night proudly. But
0: he way. had to adopt a dog to get into one of your
2: interviews recently. Exactly, legit had to get another dog, which is great. Um, it's awesome. He's adopting so many pets. That's the one nice part about him. You know, it's great. Um, you know, when it comes to looking after animals, rescuing animals. But he's a terrible human being. He's just so so yeah. jealous. So shamey. is jealous. Of O'Drew, the bigger brother who yeah. was champion six billion times. O'Drew got fired over here, forgets about that part, and I
0: finally get some of the limelight. Kicks me in the head. That's good. how jealous he is. Speaking of, of good people, we've heard that you're a special Olympics ambassador now?
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, they caught me by surprise last night. We had you know, a Special Olympics um, event last night.
0: First time in person.
2: I've been working with Special Olympics a couple of years now, mostly through Zoom. We've done some incredible things together. Created some workouts for the athletes they could do at home, since everyone couldn't be together. And uh, we all got together, had a great time. We should, like, Sheamus was there, of course. Uh, <laughs> Titus, Charlotte, uh, Sarah Schreiber. We played some. Bocce ball, or something it's called. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I got a silver medal, and I would have won if Schreiber didn't oh, nice. cheat. Uh, but it was such a great event, and then the athletes surprised me at the end by naming me uh, their official champion and uh, brand ambassador, or champion ambassador. And yeah, I, I Honestly, to be truthful, when they started the speech, I thought it was a Seamus prank, and they were going to <laughs> slime me or something to put it on the Internet. But then as the speech went on and uh, the tone changed, I was trying to control the waterworks, and it was very special, very meaningful to me, and I'm very excited for what the future holds.
0: Drew McIntyre, thank you so much for taking the time. Until next time, guys, we're out
2: is he still talking
0: to him? So most of the people here
2: have just been brought here for show. They don't even have their cameras plugged in, and their microphones plugged in. They're just entertaining him. Seamus is
0: pretending to, to talk to people. Yeah. Yes, yes. This is all a charade to make Seamus feel better.
2: sad sack over there. Yeah, we should have another match, though. Now those live fans back, that is one thing we need to do. Seamus like and I beat the crap out of each other, committed crimes on each other, to be honest, with no fans there. So we should have a match with fans. We'll come back to that.
0: Hopefully we do. Until next time, guys, we're out.